1: Hi, Busi. How are you? Hey, Boom, Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so, so, so excited about this topic.
0: I am glad that you are here. So for anybody who's hearing us, um, please make sure that you continue to follow us, like, subscribe, comment, download, do whatever that needs to be done. Um, These are really some amazing conversations that we always have so we'll see on this platform people introduce themselves so please introduce <laughs> yourself
1: oh my goodness that is hard um and 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 i, I was just thinking uh, uh, that I, I met you a long long time ago when i was so so creepy and i just remembered oh my goodness why
0: wouldn't bumi even want to talk to me <laughs>
1: what do you mean You are
0: an international accredited (laughs) coach, you know?
1: (laughs) I mean, uh, and that is bringing me to the fact that I, all of us are here to grow, to heal, to stand in the gap for others. So my job daily is that I am a money coach. I'm an international accredited money coach that happened eight years ago. And, from that time i knew that i needed to share my money story with somebody that has a money story that is not going so well and Mm. i knew that when i had gone through 40 million rent debt and was able to come out of it so i have gone from corporate to business to being um in my calling as an energy healer and have Mm. seen how money has
0: affected all those stages of my life
1: so yeah basically
0: that's who i am thank you thank you thank you and yeah i remember that it's been a while since i've known you and you've impacted my life in some you're one person who's told me some things like yay stop doing this and i'll be sitting there going no why (laughs) boozy (laughs) <laughs> because it's just the bad habits that we've 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 taken. But yeah. So but for today, we are going to be talking about knowing your value and knowing your wealth. And mainly in corporate or in business. So let's break it down. So I start with the basics. What does knowing your value or knowing your worth mean?
1: Yeah very important topic Um, so currently it's full moon and yesterday I was doing a a YouTube uh, live video and somebody had asked me about um, so in the previous video I talked about uh, setting your changing your mindset point and somebody yesterday was reminding me, hey, see talk about uh, how to change your money set point. And then I was talking about this value question they wanted to, to ask me um, mm. about now. So a money set point, uh, just for the context of this, is the money that we um, know that we are worthy of. So mm-hmm. either you, you, you do anything amazing or you don't do much, But as long as you're waking up and you're doing something, that money is the money that's gonna come in your life. So it's the money that it's normal to you. So it could be ten thousand, it could be twenty thousand, it could be fifty thousand, and you got to a a certain point where that became a normal for you. And uh, before that, you were probably at ten thousand and you thought ten thousand was it. But if somebody talked to you about fifty thousand, you'd be like, "Oh no, me no." So maybe that's when you were. um, two years in your job or, or, or whatever. So now you're at fifty thousand and you 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 also don't think ten no I can never be paid ten. If anybody can call you and say here's a job ten thousand you'll tell them are you what are you smoking? But mm-hmm. again if a person called you and said I'm gonna give you one point three million a month, you'll be like, hi mom. Are you sure you're talking to me hi are you? what's wrong yeah so but if a person says 50 which is that mindset point you'll be fine so okay. that is, is very 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 much connected to value so one of the things that you change your mindset point is value so let me just make this um a little bit uh, more contextualized so that uh, somebody okay. who's listening can understand so mm. one of the things that we have been told to use to change that mindset point will be, um, having an extra qualification, having a doctorate, um, Mm. having certain experience, having um, this and this. So we will always be told that you need to go and study more. You need to have more Mm. experience. You need to be this, you need to be this gender. Women don't get paid this much in this company. You need to uh, know this and this and this and this. So Mm -hmm. we are always told that you must do something. You must be something for us to give you that money. But for us, we never understand that. It's never about what doctorate you have. It's never about what uh, qualification you have. Because the thing is this, if maybe a doctorate, if you have a doctorate, you get paid 150000 a month. Mm-hmm. That is the limit. You you will never be paid more than that. Because guess mm-hmm. what? There's nothing else other than a PhD. So mm-hmm. a PhD mm-hmm. is the ceiling. So then you stop. Then you cannot earn three hundred k a month because when well, now you have set that to be at, 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 at um, if I'm in a doctorate level, well what else is there so yeah yeah. everybody works probably 40 years maximum so you can never have an experience more than you can't have a 50 years experience i think in a Mm -hmm. job i mean few people Mm -hmm. can get there so you so you have that all those limits but then when you use value value says this Mm -hmm. value changes everything about how much education do you have what what gender are you where are you what color are you mm. and what race are you it changes everything because value is no longer about what you know is about who you are so okay. all of us have been brought here with a specific goal in mind other people are in communication other people are in marketing other people mm. are in finance other people are in coaching other people are In athletics, other people are in music, other people are in designing, fashion, whatever, Mm -hmm. digital. So all of us came with that special gift. Now, normally, you will notice that a child that is good at singing, they start singing at three yeah, And at three, you have never been taught any of this stuff. A child that is good at designing, you see them at five, they're already designing something. A child mm. that is good in maths, you see them at grade one, that they are just great at this thing. Mm. So that is who they are. That is what they've been brought here with. So mm. normally, we do not embrace that part of who we are, which is our value, we then go and say, what does the earth want? The earth currently wants accountants. I'll be a CA.
0: And mm-hmm. then you go there and you
1: become a CA and then it's just crappy and you don't like it. Oh, what does the world want now? They want chefs. You go and become a chef. and I know, can relate to that,
0: to that accountant <laughs> story.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, you, I mean, I remember I started IT because they said it's going to have money. And at that time, very IT was money. And I did get a job in IT, which was depressing me, but I was earning a lot of money. But I left it because I just couldn't handle it. Now, yeah. the thing is this. Everything under the sun makes money because everybody is valuable. But people just keep choosing the wrong thing that can make them money. They forget also that the thing that sh- they should be doing also makes money. So if a chef becomes a, an accountant and an accountant becomes a chef, being a chef gives money, being an accountant gives money. So why is the accountant a chef? Why is the chef an mm-hmm. accountant? Mm-hmm. So, and then, and then when you ask the chef, why are you not an accountant? Oh no, they said, um, if uh, if I, they said accountant is the one that's got more money. Now, if I go become a chef, I will be broke. I My chef ends a way more money. Nice. Why, this, yeah. why can't you think you could be that one? So this value thing overrides all that you think you need to be. Because at five years, how do you know? Where did you learn to do this thing so well? At 10 Mm. years, how did you learn to do this thing so well? So you don't need to be anything more than just yourself. Now, Mm. one day I had to write a book. And according to the levels of life and standards, I was not in that group. Okay. The people who had to write books are people who had gone to the right schools with the right English. I mean the correct drama. I have none of that. I studied English in Swati. So we were told Likomishi is you know <laughs> <laughs> so it just I mean at at metric, I couldn't construct an English sentence. A metric. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's where I've been from schools where my teachers didn't know English, but they were teachers. And um, so I knew where I was coming from. um, And when I got to study in TUT, at that time, Pretoria Technic, when I found out that, wow, really, really, uh, where I'm coming from, it's wrong. Wow, this is how people, you know, the education that I got was wrong. Mm -hmm. So... And my background, my upbringing was cor- that was wrong. Um, all of the stuff that I was was not in the level of a person that can write a book and be
0: published author. Wow! It was like because inter- there are these standards that have yes. been set out there. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm.
1: So I didn't have the correct English. I didn't have any of the stuff. So, of course, that was a perfect excuse to say, "No, I can't write a book." Well, I mean, I still then probably need the the right grammar and what what, 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 and all this kind of stuff that some some of them really, I really can't even turn back the hands of times and get mm. them right. So mm. it was so easy for me to just say, you know what, this is not it. But mm. guess what? Because who I am is a person that is supposed to inspire people. And a book was one of the things that could go and touch so many lives without me being there. But mm. the calling that was on my life was never going to let me go. So I wrote yeah. the book. The book mm. is out, has sold more than 12,000 copies all over the world. And there's no English in it. Not even a little bit. <laughs> Guess what? People read it every day. And yeah. nobody would ever complain. So I always say this, my book came out just after Bonang's book came out. Mm. Bonang's book got all... I was crying daily when, every, when people on social media were making fun of her and all that. Mm. And I knew that it was going to happen to me. But... I was never writing that book to make money. I was never writing that book to build my profile. I was writing that Mm. book to heal people. People got healed and nobody
0: ever complained about my English. So the objective, you were very clear about what your objective was. exactly. So the
1: value of who I am at five years, because that's when my money story started, Mm. was never going to be taken out because I don't have the correct education. Mm. I didn't have the correct upbringing. Mm. So value is that thing that you when you recognize it, it opens the doors that you never think will ever be open. Wow. It takes you to places where you have no clue how you got there. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have been in meetings where the president was on a Zoom meeting with me and he was waiting for me to say something that makes sense. And then I'm here like thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to die today. Oh, But guess what? It is just the calling on my life of the things that God gave me. I am not worthy of that. But the mm. calling will take, so so there's a scripture in the Bible that says your your, your gift will open doors for you, will, will, will put you in, in, in houses of kings. And kings mm. do not ask you for a quotation. They ask you how much you want. Yeah. So, and that is your value. You do not, you do not get invited to those interviews or get those CEO positions um, or get to where you you, you wish to be when you do not think you are good enough. They Mm. will never call you until you think you should be called there. And and a lot of times people always, when when there's an opportunity that is coming up and maybe you are going for a big interview, Mm. you are feeling so stressed out the whole time about if they're going to say yes or no. The thing is this. Only the thing you should be doing while you're even waiting for the answer if it's going to be yes or no. is being grateful that God has shown you that you've got the value of being in this field. Mm, so mm. the reason that you're called in this amazing interview is because they saw that you've got value. You are worthy of even being talked to about this thing. Exactly. That is and, your and, value.
0: And mm. most people miss that. I always say the fact that somebody has called you to an interview, they are seeing something in you. And yes. they, they want a skill that you have. Yeah. The question is, how do you then show up and sell that skill? Yes. You and when
1: you, when you think they're making you a favor, you are throwing your value out the ah. door. Mm. Because you're saying, hey, I'm here, master, I'll do whatever you want. No, they are saying you are the experts. Come tell me what to do. So when you mm. get into that interview, you must go there and be like, Mina, <laughs> fixa mang I'll fix you all. <laughs> Just give me two, two days. I'll fix you all. So that is the energy they need from you because they've noticed their value. And most of the time, they didn't notice your qualification. There's so many people with higher qualifications than you. There's so much people who have done so maybe so much experience than you. But they mm. want you because they know which when you're coming with this energy that's going to fix them. So do when your value is the only thing that you cannot quantify it.
0: Yeah. And your
1: value is the only thing that can convince a person that you are worthy
0: when you do not have facts, facts that says you are worthy. But how do you discover this, Musi? Because you're, you're saying a, a whole lot of things. There's, there's the good enough where you don't believe that you're good enough. Like, how are you going to figure out your value when you even think i'm not deserving i'm not good enough the Mm -hmm. the value story doesn't even feature in that conversation yeah what do you think about
1: it so the the one thing that is so unfortunate is that you learned that you're not good enough Mm -hmm. you did not you did not get you do not come out of your mother's womb thinking you're not enough all babies think they're amazing until somebody tells you actually you're not because yeah. you're not number one in the class. you know not, you didn't, you know. And then you start like, mm. oh, maybe I'm not. Or oh, maybe I'm not. Ah. So we are taught those things of you are not good enough. Hence, even when they start to call me in these meetings, I am freaking out because, wow, I know I'm not good enough. So I'm going to mess it up. When I get there, I'm going to do something wrong. They Or they're going to actually find out that I'm not good enough. So they looked at me from a distance. They thought I'm good enough. Now that I'm going to the interview, God, they finally going to find out. I'm (laughs) going to be caught. So Mm. that imposter syndrome thing. Mm. So now you have to unlearn. That is the part we all have to, that's the responsibility we all have to. We have to unlearn all the information we've been told of we are not good enough. Because Mm. really at three years, you did not think you were not good enough. You were Mm. taught so, you have to say, Hey, why am I freaking out about this?
0: Mm.
1: Ah, I am literally thinking that I don't have that enough education, I don't have um, uh, this and this and this, I don't know this and this and this. Something is something that some, somebody said it to you at 60 years, something is something you had a pastor say at a church, something is something you heard a politician say. When uh, before our filter was, was closed, before that seven years age, mm-hmm. or any other time when we were under an authority, because when we are under an authority, our filters are, are, are go out because God made it like that, that when we're under authority, we don't have filters so that they, we can receive from that authority. So depending, maybe it's your boss. That's why a lot of people that had bosses that were bullying they don't continue being great in life because you were under authority and this person told you, you are stupid. And then you took it in, you lent it. Now you go around thinking you're stupid because an authority said that to you. So then once you notice that you need to cleanse this, you need to unlearn this, you need to take it out of your system. Once you've taken it out of your system, you're going to feel like you're waking up. You're like, hi man, by the way, mm -mm, why would they call me? If they didn't think I'm good, then it Mm keeps.
0: So we have to do
1: the work of unlearning.
0: And And the unlearning looks like what? What is this process?
1: That's the creepy part. That's the part where you, you cry and you roll on the floor. <laughs> That's the part where sometimes you can't even have. I mean, before we start this conversation, I was telling you about yesterday. my story yesterday. My story yesterday, I found out there was something in my life that happened at like four years, five years that I needed to deal with. Because now the next step of my life needs me to show up. Without that, he wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do I want to deal with four-year-old me? Or do I give up on this new thing that I need to go? Because I know that I can't go into this thing once I've dealt with this issue. And dealing with this issue, I was on the floor. I was sending uh, my spiritual um, uh, 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 guide. Because um, uh, everybody must have somebody they they lean on. You mm-hmm. must have somebody on speed dial. On like, Yeah, yeah you go see him do something that's signed. so when i was doing that intercede intercede for me (laughs) i was rolling on the floor i had not cried so much i cried for a whole probably two hours to three and every time i was coming to a stop of the crying the pain inside of me that four-year-old pain was coming out and i was like i don't even know why i'm crying but i'm crying you know and I was like, okay, that's it. That's it. I'm going to call for emergency, you know. And that is when I started to become better because then there was now somebody else on the other side who was also holding the space for with me. Mm-hmm. But it is not nice. So, I mean, on a daily basis, that's what I do with people. I hold the space while they roll on the floor. So while I, I'm, I'm clearing their energy, um, because everybody thinks, obviously I'm broke and they're thinking the problem is that they are broke. No, the problem is not that you're broke. Money can never finish in this planet. The problem is that you don't want the money because if you have the money, then you are going to then be this thing that you are scared to be. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to have the things you were told you can't have. Or you're going to, you know, as so many. So we have to go and clean up that um place where you were told that you can't have these things. So mm-hmm. you are self-sabotaging your your everyday life and being broke because you were told you can't have this. Remember, you
0: don't deserve this. So or people that have money are this, or people. Yes, what I mean. All those conversations. Mm-hmm. So. That is the creepy
1: part. That is the part nobody was. So I remember I was in another meeting and this guy was, uh, so I was talking, then we are like, so how do we do this? And so I, I literally gave them an example that everybody went like, oh my God, this is so hard. And then the guy was like, can I still get the money without the healing? I was like, you know what? You don't have to heal. You can just be broke all your life. It's fine. It's not a problem. So, <laughs> because nobody wants to do the healing because the healing is not nice. You have to go open those wounds, deal with them, feel the pain. There's so much pain that we put under the carpet that we don't want to deal with. You have to go process that pain. And then once you process that pain,
0: you don't have to deal with stuff. Yeah. It's it's literally confronting yourself. It's confronting yourself or, or confronting the things that you... Maybe some of the things you've forgotten, but in the midst of you healing then they all oh, but you need to be intentional and make the decision that you you want to heal and, mm. and 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 figure out then what does that look like for you because it's amazing how in the in the spirit of growing up the things that you get told that sit in our subconscious mm. the things that we go through that sit in our subconscious mm. where the where then you diminish your value and you diminish yes. what you think you can bring to the world, yes. you know, but, but as parents, Busi, how do we, and I'm sitting here thinking, how do we then encourage our kids when we see those things that they are enjoying at a young age so that they don't forget that? Mm. Because a lot at core when you, when you talk to that part.
1: Mm. And I think a, a lot of times parents go with them, oh, you're doing great at English. Okay, fine, but let's worry about the maths. The maths you're not getting right. So as parents, we need to stop doing that because the person doesn't have value in maths. The fact that they're not doing well in maths, it just shows that their value is not in maths. Their value is in the plants because that's what they do. Maybe, I don't know what plants, I mean, they, the studied. whole. Life science, yes. yes. So, we as parents are always trying to fix them. So already, at that young age, we're telling them to focus on the things that are not their value. So the more they, like, okay, I want to make my mommy happy by passing the meds, and then they keep failing the meds, and they're not here for meds. I mean, there are people who are not here for meds. So...
0: (laughs) I'm one (laughs) one of those.
1: (laughs) So... The more you show them that they are not good at math, what's happening? I'm not good at something. I'm not good at something. But imagine if we were saying, okay, fine, boy. Now that you, 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 I mean, I mean my, my boy currently, he's been telling me he, he's studying, he's learning what? Chinese, whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. he talks Chinese stuff and I'm like, I don't know the stuff you know that. Oh, mama, you don't know it, but I'm teaching you now. I don't mm-hmm. know that he talks Chinese stuff. <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying, Go, fine, learn it. If it makes you happy, learn it. So... Mm-hmm. If we could help them to do more of the things they are good at, we would be saving them. Because he is good at math, and he tells all of us here in the house that he know he's got a calculator in his head. And you you see every time there's a math issue, he's like, "Guys, everybody in the house, stop! I'll do it. I'll do it the math." <laughs> so, yeah. so we all just like, okay, fine, do it, do it. So he's gonna. I mean, he would take two hours trying to solve something, and then he would come back with this. Like I told you guys, I told you, I'm a mess genius. So that is what we should be helping him because he thinks he's valuable in math, mm-hmm. and there uh, are things he's not valuable yet. And we should like uh, he, in in the languages, he's just he's not into that. When he has to yeah. do whatever language work, it takes him forever to get it done. And I'm not worried about that. I mean, yeah. I just tell even the tutor, because they are homeschooled. I just tell the tutor, tutor just, as long as he, enjoy, he understands, you know, whatever that needs to be understood, don't worry about it. I don't care yeah. if he's getting, you know, he doesn't understand that part. Because I, I can see that he's good at one thing, that he's good at it, And he enjoys it and he does well in it. That is the value. So when he goes out there in the world and he gets into an interview where they want a meds person. He's going to get there. He's going to be like, I'm the genius. They need me so much. Yeah, I'm the mm. meds genius. Imagine, the moment he opens his mouth, everybody's going to know that he's a math genius. And they're going to need him. They're going to take him. Mm. But mm. if um, uh, And he's never going to go for probably in a language, anything. So he's not going to mm. be like, I want any job. Any job is just fine. No, he's, he's going to know. I mean, I'm in the meds stuff yeah yeah so that is how we help our children find value in their lives and once they stay in that value and they continually uh honor it they continually learn more on it they get better
0: yeah but but i don't think that's what that's what my generation you are younger than me was taught because it was a matter of you finish school you get a job and the jobs that are they are uh, teaching medicine, lawyer, um, and 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 nursing. Those were those are the big things. You know what I mean? Nobody actually cared what you were good at, and 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 I know with myself because, and and I'm grateful to God for this because, Musi, I'm one of those people that rebelled at twelve years, wow. because I knew what I was not good at, yeah. and, and the conversation with my father was. I'll be a doctor because I grew up in a hospital environment. I Mm. knew everything about the hospital. But being a doctor meant there were subjects that I needed to have. Mm. And maths showed me flames. Like, maths wasn't my thing. Mm. Mm. Physical Mm. science wasn't my thing. Other Mm. things that I was great at was accounting. I excelled Mm. in accounting, you Mm. know. Mm. And I remember having this conversation with him and I was like, dude, This medicine thing ain't happening, because... Mm. And and I'm so grateful that my parents actually heard me. They really heard me. He wasn't happy, but he didn't force me to then go Mm. down that route. Mm. And when I got to university and I discovered that even that accounting that I thought I was great at, accounting too was showing Mm. me flames, and I was like, no, Mm. you know? But but I think just knowing that put your energy in the things that you really enjoy and put your th- your energy in the things that you're good at, for mm-hmm. me, that has always made sense. Don't ask me when I was that small, how did that make sense? But that's what made yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Then and that's what you know it better actually when you're that small
1: because you, you there's nothing else you know. You know just who you are, who, who what feels like to you. So I remember mm. when I was four, I was talking too much. Like every time when there's people that come to home, I would be interviewing them. I'd be asking them stuff. And I remember that my father one day told me, shut up. You,
0: your
1: mm. yini. Just shut up. Can you just not talk? And I stopped talking. That was
0: traumatizing.
1: Yeah. Now today I understand, Guti. I mean, literally, because every time I talk to people, people always be like, Oh, I never thought of that. So I always ask people funny questions and they get mm. into that. So of course, people probably were there, and I was making them feeling uncomfortable, asking them things. And and at the time I used to see stuff, so I'll probably be asking them about their things they don't even want to talk about. Mm. So mm. but that's who I am. That I was just just doing that. So now that we should be conscious parents is that when your child do that, you actually start to um coach them in that field and you start to say hey you see um when this and this happens it means this and this so yeah. now you should handle it this and this and this way you know yeah. so maybe you should have yeah. said to me yeah you should talk to the people once they've eaten you know maybe you should talk to- don't just be like they're sitting i remember i used to literally welcome people when they enter the door like they will be coming in and i'll be on top of them from the door <laughs> so probably that wasn't right so he was just like can you let them sit down let's give them tea and then you can be on them so yeah.
0: so it's that it was, guidance yes. where does the guidance come yes in?
1: so we can just yeah. only guide them through the stuff i mean my daughter traumatized me the other time she said she, because she had said she wanted to be to do llp and i was like okay great and then when her came, she was like, no, I mean, I want to be a photographer. Now I'm going to photograph. I'm like, Because, ah! you know, everything in me was like, photography? Who are you going to be? Like, how are you going to make money there? So I was like, my whole entire system of where money comes from showed up for me. Yeah, now she doesn't know any of the stuff, so she didn't see the mm-hmm. point about, makes money, photography makes money. What's the point? Me? I'm like, big hell is love money (laughs) so today she makes money doing the one thing that she loves the most Mm -hmm. and I can see that yes she is really loving this thing and I'm like wow yeah, she makes the money she she's I mean she makes the money she doesn't use use it badly because again when you when you, when you make money when you are do when you are making it feeling bad when you finish making it you want to go and take away that stress of making it hard right. she, so you mm-hmm. say I work hard for this money. I should yeah. use it Mara, yeah. when you made it happy you don't feel the needle I made this money hard you're like okay and this money is crazy. You know, mm. you put it there and you don't have dates and that's
0: the song. yeah. Wow, that's great. But I can relate to that story. My daughter at some point, she wanted to be a choreographer. And I'm just like, no. <laughs> I need you to have a become Like something. Like something. Like <laughs> something. <laughs> but that's how we were taught. Yeah. You know, yeah. she ended up doing a big home in investment management and an honors. And she barely used it and now she's running her own business doing fashion Mm -hmm. stuff you know what i mean but but i was traumatized i was like oh my god this child you know that's how we were taught and mm -hmm. we i think now at least we are realizing and we want to
1: break some of
0: that and encourage them in 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 different
1: ways on the stuff yeah i started an it degree that i never used one day
0: yeah i know Mm -hmm. <laughs> but we learn and we move we and we, we move learn. yeah so but talk to me about so when you know your value if then it comes to um negotiating salaries and 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 i have to say this is one thing that females and i don't know about white females but mainly black females are really bad at negotiating our our salaries, it's something we were never taught of. Mm. We always just think whatever we're given is what we have to mm. take, you ah. know? Mm-hmm. And, and so how do we bring this worth, knowing your worth and knowing your value into these mm. salary conversations? Mm.
1: So let's talk about the females first. Okay. Now we all know what happened in the Garden of Eden. <laughs> a fruit was eaten and, and everybody knows who to blame for that and I mean this was a big issue and I mean how Eve pulled that off I mean we all need to take heads off that because I mean there was God there was everything there but Eve pulled it off hmm. so we as women are the ones that know exactly how to get anybody in the planet to do anything Now, we all know in every home, the man can say, I'm running the home, I'm the head. But we all know the boss the real boss Mm -hmm. Everything Mm -hmm. that happens in that home is going to happen because she said the new house is going to be bought because she said the new car is going to be bought because she said she doesn't have to have one rent that she wakes up to go to a job to. But everything that she wants to happen in that home, it will happen. Mm-hmm. From mm-hmm. what their children study to what we wh- where we live, and I mean, men don't mind staying in a one bedroom and having a BMW. They don't see a point in that. That's mm-hmm. why it's been said that every behind every successful man is a woman, because mm-hmm. we know. But we will get you billionaire somebody to do what we want. Mm-hmm. But then women do not use that when they get to the corporate space. Now that why? is, yes, again, you see, now that's the thing we need to talk about. When I teach women about feminine energy, that's the only time they finally clicks to them. It's damn it, damn it, this thing, I have it in me and I know how to do it. So again, this corporate thing, because normally the corporate environment was started by men and I mean, everybody says, and I want to die. everybody, every time I hear this, they say, oh, the corporate world is a men's world. I'm not. Where do these men come from? Because they come from a woman. Mm. You know, by the time he gets there, he's going to do whatever he has to do to bring me a house. So who is actually running this? Mm. I mean, if I wasn't there wanting a house, he wouldn't be doing what he's doing. If I wasn't there wanting a car, he wouldn't be doing what is happening there. Okay, fine anyway. Now we're taught that it's a man's world. So when a woman gets to the workplace, she wants to change to be a man. Now she doesn't know how men work. So she messes up everything, drains her energy, and looks stupid in the meantime.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. That's my pet peeve. My pet peeve. No, like like now you're taking you're triggering me right now. <laughs> <laughs> because my pet peeve is seeing women behave like men in corporate. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's and, stupid. And, and, it, and, and you can see that you are trying to be part of a, a boys club. And, and and how does it benefit you?
1: Literally. Men need women. Women do not need men. Now, I've done a whole entire one, for almost two hours video explaining this. Women, we we see it every day, every, in South Africa, 70% of the households are led by women, women only. Mm. They're doing it, just no problem at all. Men hardly can do anything with the household by themselves. Men need women, women do not need men. So once you just understand that and you get it like in deep levels, you will know that when you are in a workplace, Mm. Those men do not need you to join them. They need you to show them the way. Everywhere where there's feminine energy, feminine energy is to show their way. Mm. Masculine energy is to make things happen. So when you're in a corporate space, you need to psyche yourself to the position of saying, I am here to give guidance. All of us, we know what when things are going wrong, you want to talk to your grandmother. Mm. Every person in the planet, you are a man, you are a woman, we all know the one that is going to make sense to my life is my grandmother or my mother. But normally it's mm. the grandmother because yeah, now she's not going to talk to you. In it's not going to be about hey, grandmothers don't care anymore. They will tell you the truth, but you mm. will get you will actually get a direct. um where am I going with this type of vibe? Mm. Mm. So when we are in a corporate space, it doesn't matter you're at reception. It doesn't matter you are, I don't know, whatever you are. You could be at the lowest point. Mm. Stop talking. Show up with your energy.
0: Mm.
1: When you're at reception and you're showing up with your energy, they will, you know, your boss will be like, in a meeting, being challenged, and they'll be like, Yo, you know what? I need to talk to Booth. And Booth is the receptionist. Because Booth, every time I talk to her, she actually makes me understand stuff that's happening. Mm-hmm. They will stop the meeting, go talk to you, and set up another meeting for tomorrow and say the stuff you said
0: to them. Mm-hmm.
1: If you're their junior, they will do that. That is why a lot of women be like, Mara, I'm the one who came up with the idea. Why am I hearing the, these ideas in the pot room And nobody actually um, credits mm-hmm. me credit. for stuff. No, girl, that's not what you're supposed to be happening when well, you're supposed to be collecting the money. Mm. The same person who took your idea and go and, and took it and, and is the one that holds the door to your money. You are not there to be credited. Men are the one that needs to be credited when you are there to collect the money. Collect the money. No, women want to be credited. I want to be credited. No, that's a masculine thing we are feeling safe when we've got security in terms of money men don't care about money they care about ego who thinks i'm what so they will take your idea and go shine with it now you've got the door to say papa you haven't paid for the stuff bring the money that i have had clients where Everybody is shocked. Gutsi. She is such in a low position, but she earns so much. Why? Mm-hmm. It's because she understands what she's doing there. She is there to help him rise so that she can collect the cash. Go there and try. Now, the thing is this. When you're doing it correct, there will be a day where all, 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 all shit break loose in that campaign. Mm-hmm. Because everybody now now nobody talks about how amazing you are and everybody's using your energy and everybody's using your idea and, and they know they are standing on you when the day when things fall apart that's the day you will know because they will come to you and say can you be the manager of this branch
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it nobody doesn't happen like you see it happening one time it just happens that they ask you to be the manager it, they ask you to be the head of the department Mm-hmm. and they are not asking you because they want to interview you or they want to check you out. They know that you've been carrying this place the whole entire time, but they will never tell you. But if when you're trying to be told, Ngoba, you do not know how to um, uh, uh, validate yourself because you don't know mm-hmm. who you are, you would be missing out trying to shine when it's not time yet, when you're supposed to be building them up so that they know they're standing with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, in the corporate space, women really have to come back to being women. And it, 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 it is so easy. I mean, women that I coach right now, I've got one executive that is working with the highest parastatal. She says, "But you know what, since I met you, I don't work. And I've been promoted three times. But I just delegate and I I delegate to men. All the people that I delegate to is men. I sleep at night and men are working. And they actually say to me when we're in the Zoom meetings, because the higher post is also a woman, then she's a woman, then there's all these men. Then she says, they, they say, you know, the, 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 the guys when we're in a, on, a, on a Zoom meeting, they send me WhatsApp and say, can you talk to your boss that she should just talk to you? Because, you know, we want to go work because you gave us work. We want to go work. She's talking too much. Why is she talking like this? We just want to go work because that's what masculine energy is about. Mm. She says, I used to be here. I used to do. She says, now she hates me because she sees that I'm not up at 12 when she is up. And in the morning, whatever that needed to be done is done. She's like, how, how do I make these men do these things? Because they mm. don't want to listen to her. Mm. But she's just using her value. And her value is that feminine energy. They feel safe with her. They, they listen to what she wants. And they want to make her happy. Everything yeah. that the world wants is to make women happy. Our kids want to make us happy. Our husbands want to make us happy. Our brothers want to make us happy. Everybody wants to make a woman happy, but we don't want to receive
0: wow Yo, yeah I know that on its own we don't yeah, want no. to receive that line it, because it, and 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 I want to take it as literal literal as you're saying it as women we don't want to receive you know that that thing of being told you've done wow well, and then you don't just receive it you would go. Oh yeah, but it was just a small thing. Oh yeah, but it was just my team. Oh yeah, but ah, you know, you, and you just make it like you didn't do anything, you know? Mm. Just because we we don't know how to receive. Mm. Wow.
1: So, I mean what, I mean I get chastised for this a lot, but if you if you look at the spiritual sense and science, you can notice that A woman is God. Just how much a woman is, is everybody, everybody, everybody understands that a woman needs care. A woman needs this. A woman is, I mean, we are great. I mean, we can do all sorts of things under the sun, but people think we should be cared for, which is a good thing, I mean. Mm -hmm. So that is what we need to be using to help them not try to run ourselves into a, into an early grave because a lot of women do that they try to run Mm. themselves into an early grave they're exhausted most women around their early 40s they are tired in life they are exhausted because they've been trying to prove themselves the whole entire
0: time wow yo i i don't even want to continue i think there's a lot more that you can talk about (laughs) Yeah, no, There's a lot more that, that you can talk about. about. But I think the value thing, for me, I'm not even sure why I asked you. It's something that just popped in my head. And and, and in all these conversations that I'm having, the one thing that keeps popping up, which is a thread, um, I think for people that are either listening or hearing this thing, is knowing who you are when you know who you are there's another who you are
1: honor that once you know who you are honor it make it your 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 life mission to honor who you are and not look at it as i don't think people will understand it i don't yeah it's not about them it's about you you need to understand it you need to honor it the more you honor it then all of a sudden then you see all this request of you as who you are shows up Mm -hmm. they come to you this request people start to request you
0: to be in their lives who you are wow anyway where do people find you i know you're all over you're all over (laughs) I I, I thought coronavirus was going to save
1: me from all of that. It didn't.
0: No, why should it? This is when people need to (sighs) personal develop, know who they are, learn about themselves so that when this pandemic, if it ever comes to an end, people can be better versions of themselves. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So The best place to find me is on uh, YouTube, Instagram and Facebook. So I I also have a website, busiselesho.com, that is where my courses are, but most of my work that I do on a daily basis is on those platforms. So anybody who just needs to connect with me, go to YouTube, busiselesho, and Instagram, busiselesho. If you've got a question, send me a DM on Instagram. It always is better to send me a DM on Instagram because all the other platforms, I never get the messages in time. So send me a DM there. Mm-hmm. and um, all the courses that I do and
0: all the stuff that I, my book is all there on Instagram. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, even on my website, people can find your book. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, because I, I do resell um yes. distribute, let me put it it's that way. Really right. <laughs> um, Busy's book, because I really thought the way, there were some nuggets in there and And you're the first person who ever spoke to me about money stories, who ever spoke to me about um, multiple streams of income. Because I remember when I met you, I keep telling you this story. You said you've got seven streams of income. And I said that I was like... I need to pay that Damn it, there's 24 Ow. hours.
1: Again. Like seriously, how is she doing <laughs> yes, it? Yes, yes, yes. And, and that and is the value thing when I'm born, even with that. Because one day I'm getting paid for being a commercial model. I have no business even like understanding how that happens. One day I'm getting paid for So it's literally the things that makes me happy. I love being in front of a camera. And when you pay me to do it, I'm like, yes, I just want the camera. If you're going to pay me also, it's fine. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah yeah no i am really grateful and um, and thank you for taking the time so for people that we're hearing listening to us please continue to subscribe comment share with other people downloads and and let's continue having this change conversation and hope that there's something that you've taken out of out of this conversation thank you thanks thank you so
1: much for me, me. have a lovely lovely time. lovely day
0: thanks Thank you for listening to Change Conversations. If you enjoyed our show and you would like to help support the podcast, please share it with others and kindly post about it on your social media platforms. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and YouTube at Change Conversations with Mbume. I am Mbume Ngubedaga signing out and I will see you again next week.